Hello, everyone, and welcome to the first episode of the Everything Baseball Podcast. I'm Frank Saracino, and I am calling in from New Jersey, and this is... Hi, I'm Franco DiBello. I'm calling in from uh, Alfredo, Georgia. Alfredo, Georgia? Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo. Just above uh, Atlanta. Calling in from Atlanta. So today, we are going to be going through... The beautiful, wonderful American League East. It's kind of a gauntlet, this division, I'd say. You've got four powerhouse teams that could all finish as contenders this season. And then we have the Orioles. So, um, yeah, the <laughs> Orioles kind of suck. So we're yeah. going to go through them really quickly because they're not really worth, of, they're not really worth our time to talk about. So um, their projected 2021 lineup is Austin Hayes, DJ Stewart, Anthony Santander, he's a beast. Trey Mancini, Chance Cisco, Ryan Mountcastle, Freddie Galvis, Rio Ruiz, and Yalmer Sanchez. They got Yalmer from the White Sox? Yeah. Wow. It's a good pickup, not going to lie. Kind of solid. And then <laughs> there's starters. Oh, boy. This is bad, <laughs> Frank. All right. John Means. That's it. Stop. <laughs> Keegan Aiken, Dean Kramer, Jorge Lopez, and Felix Hernandez. Or, 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 or. Wow, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight comeback season. Wow. Is he in the minors right now? Yes, I would love to see a uh, Matt Harvey comeback. So, anyway, who's your standout on the Orioles right now? My standout on the Orioles. I think you just got to go. Uh, I think Yomer. Yomer's your standout? Yomer's my standout, yeah. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to have to say Yomer. Who are you thinking? Anthony Santander. Really? Yeah. I mean, and they I'm got gonna... a few solid players, but nothing that's going to – no, not that's going to beat the Rays or the Yankees in this division or Blue Jays. I think Santander's the best bet. I mean, last year he had 11 mm. home runs in 60 games. 32 RBIs and a 138 OPS plus. Mm-hmm. And in his age 24 season in 93 games, he had 20 home runs, 59 RBIs. So I think this guy's on an upward trajectory. So that can, can be I good. A, can I have a sleeper pick in this division? Sleeper pick, or go in for this, it. Uh, yes. Mount Castle. I was actually going to talk about Mount Castle too, because he's always been a top prospect. And when he came up last year, he was really solid. So I think Mountcastle can make a difference. I think he's going to – and he's a good utility. He can play first of the outfield. Exactly. So I think he plays like third and second too. Yeah. He's okay. really good utility, but still the Orioles. Yeah. I mean, the Orioles, they're trending in the right direction. Their farm system's really good. Very good. Their pitching is brutal right now. So that's what, that's what sets them apart. I wonder if they're going to bring up, uh, speaking of prospects, uh, uh, Rushman, Rutman. Adley Rushman. Rushman, yeah. I don't think so, but you never know. I mean, it's I mean, it's not like football where you give a guy a year if he's a quarterback. It's baseball. You just throw him in there and just let him get reps, you know? Got and it's the Orioles. Guys. You can't do more. You can't do worse than what you're already at. All right. You so got, You got Chan Cisco at catcher. Come on. <laughs> All right. Listen. The Orioles, Rado Champ puts them at 65 wins. I'm saying they're doing less. The Orioles will probably win around 50 games, give or take five games. I'm say 45 to 55 games. With that pitching staff, that's brutal. They're not going to win more than that. Yeah, I'd, I'd say about the same too, 50. Okay, so – the one good story about the Orioles this season that everyone can root for is uh, Trey Mancini, who just survived colon cancer and he beat it. So what a beast. And so hopefully <laughs> he comes back. Nice all-star season for him. And uh, yeah, that's all I really got on the Orioles. Yeah. Well, you know what? You know what time it is now? <laughs> it's time to talk about the Boston <laughs> Red Sox. Up there in the north. Oh, boy. This is not a good team. Uh, Let me just talk about the lineup for a second. We'll run you through it. Alex Verdugo, Xander Bogarts. He's a stud. We all know this. Devers, also a stud. Martinez, stud. Vasquez, he's a good catcher. Um, Hunter Renfro, mm, 
Franchi- solid. He's solid. I'll give solid. it to him. Franchi Cordero. Who? <laughs> Bobby, Bobby Dalbeck. Dalbeck. You got to say this like you're from Boston. Bobby Bobby Dalbeck. And uh, Kike Hernandez. So, you know, we're going to be... Boston's middle, the middle of Boston's lineup is scary. Their one through scary. four is ridiculous. Yes. And to be honest, the only thing, go over their starting pitchers and then we'll go and then we'll talk about how, what we think about them. Okay. So their starting pitchers are Nathan Ivaldi, beast. beast. I mean, he's, he's not a beast, but you know what? He, he's going to give you innings and he's going to be a solid pitcher. Mm-hmm. Erod, same thing. He'll give you innings. He was hurt last year, so probably around 150 innings would be – if you're a Red Sox fan, you'd like to see that. Mm-hmm. Garrett Richards. Is Picked he a rookie? Angels? Yeah. Right? I think – yes, Angels. Because the Angels have a lot of pitching, I forgot. All right. <laughs> yes. Martin Perez. Martin or Martin? Martin. Martin. Yeah, Martin. Okay. Nick Pavetta, former yeah. Philly, and um, Chris Sale. FAU graduate, or FGCU graduate. FGCU graduate. <laughs> now, only name that really – the only two names that really can have solid years this year, a lot of innings, solid starts, are Ivaldi and uh, Rodriguez. People are saying Chris Sale make have a bounce back year. Nobody has a bounce back year after Tommy John. It's always on the second year they get the innings in and they get back to form. So I think yeah. Chris Sale could have a couple of good games, but Ivaldi and Rodriguez are going to be the big names. He's, not, he's probably not going to pitch a lot of games either, no. Sale. But anyway, this team is not – I don't think they're lacking offense. I think they're just so bad at pitching right now too. I agree. Yeah, I don't. Very bad I mean, pitching. they did add um, Adovino in the bullpen, which is interesting. Their bullpen is better. Matt Barnes, Ryan Brazier, Adovino, and then it just falls off. So they got three guys in the bullpen. Their their lineup is decent. Like they're going to put up runs. Hunter Renfro's a thirty home run guy. Mm-hmm. Bobby Dalbeck had a really hot start last year. And Kike Hernandez, we all know what he can do. So. JD is probably a 30 home run guy as well. I agree. Now my standout for the Boston Red Sox is going to be Xander Bogarts. He is one of the best young talents in all of baseball. He's 20. He's going into his age 28 season. And in 2019, 33 home runs, 117 RBIs. I mean, come on. If you're not putting this guy up in an MVP talk, he's also, he also hit 309, 384. And, uh, 140 OPS. He he's he should be an MVP all-star talks every year, but he's not. And um he was overshadowed by Mookie Betts and JD Martinez, but I don't mm-hmm. think that will be the case anymore with JD Martinez just aging and Mookie Betts being in LA. So and also another thing I want to point out is we're not really analyzing that 60 game season we had last year. That doesn't really doesn't really help statistically but if we can analyze 2019 and look at the projections Xander Bogouch is going to be really good in 2021 uh I would say my standout is uh Devers Devers, Devers. that's a good one going with a young talent was he two years in the league one year two or one or two Devers or, has been in the league or three since 18 Okay, three years. This is, is this his third year? I think this will be his third year. 18, Fourth? 19, 20, 21. Okay. I, okay. Math. I know, but he probably that first year he barely played. Let's see. Let's see the stats. All right, all right. But Actually, anyway, Devers he, is mine. He, just because Devers has the sweetest swing, and if he gets his fielding up, he'll be a very good third baseman. I mean, I just love Devers as lefty, even though I am a Yankee fan, just watching him hit some nice, nice home Oops. runs. Yeah, especially uh, he gets he has to face these uh, the deadly pitchers in the AL East. Oh yeah, other than and the it, Orioles. I mean, <laughs> the thing about Devers though, Devers is only twenty four years old. He can be he's going to be a star in Boston for a long time. Yeah, he will. 
the better they're they're gonna have to sign him for a good contract when his contract's up. Now, Roder Champ predicted the Red Sox to finish eighty four and seventy eight. I personally think that's too high just with the pitching staff they have. Mm-hmm. Um, do we just put them at like five hundred? I think I think you flip it like seventy eight, seventy eight, and eighty four. Yeah, like I you think that's flip fair. It. Yeah. I, I just don't see them having a winning season. 84 is like the ultimate best case scenario. I mean, they could, they could go be off. a 500. They could be a 500 yeah. team. I don't think it's going to happen, though. There's they might my... go on a little streak in the beginning of the season, but just know the fall off is going to happen eventually. Yeah, unless they have some big time prospects come up, which I don't think they have. Mm, let's see. I don't think they have. No, they don't have many top. They prospects. just bring up Dahlback, which I'm pretty sure is one of their was one of their bigger oh Jeter Downs he's a good shortstop yes now their their number four prospect Brian Mata is a starting pitcher but it seems like he's yeah Not high a double a 2019 so he could see major leagues all right so Maybe. we're putting it at like 78 wins that 75 range. to 80 wins I'd say yeah yeah okay so now we're gonna move on to the Tampa Bay Rays now, a lot of you may be upset that the Rays, who just went to the World Series, we're putting them lower than the Blue Jays. And I'm going to tell you why. There are going to be three at least 91 teams in the AL East this year. Like in the range, like give or take five mm-hmm. games, we project them at that. Now, the I- Tampa Bay Rays will win between 85 and 95 games this year. They're lineup is fun it's a great baseball all-around talented lineup it's not one-sided it's it's good for whatever the Rays want to face and their starting rotation is actually really solid I did not realize how solid it was until I looked at it right now because I was like oh they lost Morden they lost Snell they're not going to be good but their starting rotation is really solid with Tyler Glass now Rich Hill Chris Archer and uh, Ryan Yarborough, he starts some games. He relieves some games. He's an opener kind of guy. Michael Waka coming in from the uh, Mets. I didn't know. And um, Andrew Kittridge. So that's a really good starting rotation, I'd say. Not 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 bad considering you lose the a Cy Young Award winner and uh, a pretty solid Charlie Morton. Yeah, I mean Charlie Morton's always going to give you innings. He's a horse. Yeah. He gets it done. Now we're going to go through their lineup. They have Austin Meadows, who's an outfielder. Brandon Lau, who's a utility, second base and outfield. Randy Arena in the outfield. G-Man Choi, everyone's favorite first baseman. Manny Margot in the outfield. <laughs> Joe Wendell, not Joey Wendell. Third base, second base, and shortstop. Willie Damas at shortstop. Kevin Kiermaier. The platinum glove winner and Mike Zanino. Big, big Italian there, Zanino. All right. So, Franco, who is your standout for the Rays? Meadows. Austin. I mean, oh. it's probably the easiest pick there, but I mean, you got a Randy Rosarena coming off that huge playoff uh, push, but like, I just don't see it continuing. I just think it was the heat of the moment. I mean, I disagree. I think Randy will have a really good season. He's not going to – he was putting up, like, the greatest – No, he's not my standout. Okay. But I'm going to say Randy Rosarena was putting up really good, solid numbers throughout the postseason, and he was hitting all the pitches. And, honestly, there weren't any flaws in his swing. Obviously, if you know baseball, you're not going to hit 400 all the time. So, Randy's going to have a good season. Nobody's expecting him to perform like he did in the postseason, so he's going to have a solid, solid season for the Rays. Who's your Who's your standout, though? You got to tell me more about Meadows. Oh, Meadows! Tell me. I mean, very consistent bat. Very consistent bat. If he can improve his fielding a little. Yeah, he can't his really field. Okay. I mean, he's not bad. Though. I mean, like it's not like he's not terrible fielder, but his bat is very good. He's the most consistent bat on that lineup, I would say. I agree with you. Now, he's made one all-star game in 2019, the only year that counted. And uh, 
We don't count 2020. It didn't happen. All right. Uh, <laughs> 290 batting average, 364 OPS, and 144 OPS plus. Um, 33 home runs, 89 RBIs. Um, strikes out a lot, but you know what? This is baseball nowadays. Austin Meadows is a really good hitter. He's a great lefty bat for the Rays, and he is dangerous in any of these AL East ballparks. And he's gonna make he's gonna have a lot of fun baseball in him. Now, my standout for the Rays is no other than the six foot eight Tyler Glass now. If Tyler Glass now is uh I'm saying if Tyler Glass now puts it all together this season, he could win the Cy Young. Do you agree with me? I would agree. Okay. It's a tough presence looking at a 6'8", six, 6'8", eight, six, eight guy who can throw 100. Tyler Glass now, the way he just comes down on the ball and it's curveball or fastball. And you know it's going to be one of those two pitches, but no one can hit him. He's just such a big presence and he's mm-hmm. scary on the mound. Um, now, <laughs> let's. he hasn't pitched in a full season. So let's combine his 2019 and 2020. So that would give us a ERA of 290. Um, yeah, he's a beast. A whip of one, one home run per nine, 12.7 strikeouts per nine. He doesn't walk a lot with 2.7 walks. So, yeah, now this guy's a beast. He's going to be doing amazing things for the race this season. And every time an opponent sees his name on the lineup card, they're going to be afraid because they know they know what's coming after them. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing with the Rays is the race bullpen is just it's stacked. It's the best bullpen in baseball. The best. The best bullpen in baseball. And this is this is what's going to carry them if they do get into a wild card spot because don't count them out. No, I, I, I never said I was counting the race out. I'm saying we put them at 90 wins because <sighs> this kind of makes me want to put the Rays above the Blue Jays now, just remembering just how scary. Scary their bullpen is, I know. <sighs> Nick Anderson, Diego, uh, Ryan Thompson, Fairbanks. And the one thing about the Rays bullpen is they all are different throwers. You got like Chaz Rowe, big slider guy. You got, um, what's his face? The, like the guy who throws it like a Frisbee or something, Nick Anderson, the huge, the big freaking dude, Mm -hmm. fastballs blow you away. Oh my. I think Thompson's on their hand, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. Submariner. Submariner. Uh, yeah, no, they're ridiculous. The Rays bullpen. Yeah, ridiculous. They, they are a very good bullpen. And one they of have my favorite prospects coming up. Yeah, they they got Wander. They Wander. got Vidal Bruhan. Oh boy, Brandon McKay, the lefty pitcher. Yeah, from Vidal Louisville. Bruhan, really good guy in the show. <laughs> he is pretty good. Shane Baz, watch out for him. And McClanahan was coming in in the playoffs. The kid came in for his his major league debut in the playoffs and threw like 102 or something. I thought he was on the Padres. Well, they trade him. No, he was always on the Rays. Really? Yeah. You're thinking of Mackenzie Gore. Uh, Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. Just to put it out there, the Rays have some of my favorite players in baseball. Even though I'm a Yankee fan, you get to watch him 18 times a year. Um, Kevin Kiermeyer is just such so enjoyable to watch in the outfield. He just makes so many awesome catches. He robs so many home runs, which is so frustrating. But you know what? It's it's great. And then you have G-Man Choi, a former Yankee for a handful of games. And uh, G-Man Choi is just fun, fun for baseball. He's always smiling. He does the splits and uh, he hits dingers. You have anything else to add about the Rays? Uh, if they can get their bats, if these bats can get more consistent, their defense is very good. They don't really have anyone bad on defense. Right. Like Meadows, Meadows, yeah, he's shaky on defense, but Lau is really good on defense. Right. Rosarena is so shaky. Chow, I mean, G-Man Choi is pretty good. 
Wendell's Wendell Wendell is really good. Willie Thomas is good on defense. That's the only thing he has. The guy yeah. can't make contact with a baseball. Kiermaier's well, arguably a top three center fielder in the league. I think we could see uh, Wander this season. I'm just putting it out there. So I'm I think excited. we're gonna see Wander this season. Yeah, instead right. of Willie. I think so. Wander's yeah. Yeah, he's ready. He's ready. Yeah, Unless they do some ready. surface time manipulation stuff, but he is twenty years old though, or nineteen. That's Juan Soto was like eighteen or something. Yeah, well, Juan Soto's ridiculous. But East. That's a different, All right, that's a NL East. NL East. We talk about them <laughs> later. All right. So the Tampa Bay Rays. This this uh, what is this season preview of the Rays? Just really makes me want to put them a lot higher, and I think we should have put them in second, but um. Do you think we can just move them to second? (laughs) Yeah. No, no. All I'm going to say is the Jays and Rays are going to – it's going to be a race for two. It's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle for two. I think the top three spots are just a battle. I I agree too. I mean, the rate, I mean, the Yankees. Okay. Well, we'll get to the Yankees. We'll get to them. All right. We'll talk. Let's talk about the Jays now. I'm I'm, I'm heating up. I'm getting excited. We're heating up. All right, now the Blue Jays. The this Blue Jays team, had this a team great on offense. Is ridiculous. Oh my goodness! All right, let's let's get into it. George Springer. They picked up an 150 million dollar man. Is he overpaid? Oh yes, he is quite Agreed. overpaid. Agreed, but they need a veteran presence. On of course, team. no, I agree. Marcus Simeon, monster, Beast. top three in MVP voting in 2019. Bo Bichette, solid, solid. Ty Oscar Monster. moving up. Monster. Tay Oscar. Tay Oscar hits dingers. Mm-hmm. Vlad. Vlad Jr. Vlad's think, good. Hey, drop 40 pounds. I think, I mean, obviously he's never going to live up to the hype that he had, but he's going to be a solid major league player for a long time. Cavin mm-hmm. Biggio. I'm not really a fan. I'm not a fan of the Kevin hype train. I don't think he's that good. But I don't you know think what? he's that good either. He gets on base, so it's okay. He's solid. Lord's Guriel Jr., another beast. Rowdy Telez. That's a big boy. We all love some big boys and him dingers. And uh Danny Jansen, solid catcher. All right, let's talk solid. about their starting rotation. Now they had an quite the offseason for their starters. They brought in Hyunjin Ryu last year. Last year. Yeah. So 60 game season. Doesn't matter. He didn't get the ring. Yeah, exactly. All right. Did they bring him Robbie Ray this year? Or that was yes. like a and trade the Diamondbacks. Deadline. Trade deadline, I think. I think they got him this year, yeah. All right. Nate Pearson. Pearson? Oh my goodness. I love Beast. Nate Pearson. We'll talk about I'm him later. I'm scared to play him. I'm scared to face him this year. Tanner Roark. Solid starter. He was really good with the Nationals for a long time. And he's going to give you innings. That's mm-hmm. the most important thing. And Steven Matz, who is really capable of a bounce back. So, yeah, only only good things coming for the Blue Jays. Agreed. They're only, they're only going up, this team. Now, these guys are called the Baby Jays. And for that reason, my standout player is going to be... Bo Bichette. I like it. All right. Bo Bichette has the major league record for consecutive games with a double already. He's only played in um, how many games? 75 games. Just Bo simply knows how to hit. In his uh, 75 games, he's hit 307 with a 375 on base percentage and 896 OPS and a 137 OPS plus and 16 home runs. The power's there. The numbers are there. He gets on base and he hits. This guy knows how to hit and solid fielder too for the Jays. If the Jays are going to be really good, this guy is going to lead him to that pinnacle of success as he's part of the young core, while they brought in guys like Simeon for a year and George Springer, the only way you're going to build your franchise successfully is if your homegrown talents are successful. So I think Bichette really needs to keep it up and the Jays are going to be really good because of it. 
Um, my standout, uh, this offense is great, but Nate Pearson. 100%. I was going to say Nate Pearson, but I just said – uh, What has he got? Four or five pitches. I don't know. But anyway, he's got 100, 100 102 coming in. He's almost like he, he's almost like a, a mini version of – a younger version of Glass now. He isn't as tall, but he's like that in my opinion. He's Glass now, but like better. <laughs> better. I'm just – listen, listen to me. He's glass now with a bigger arsenal of pitches. Yes. Glass now has like basically a curve and a fastball. Glass now is effective with what he does, but Nate Pearson, it once he figures it out, he's going to be scary for all major league hitters. He's only 24 years old. And last year, um, he was all right. I picked him up in fantasy. He gave some he, he had some solid starts. I believe his opening day, his uh major league debut, excuse me was really solid, and in 18 innings, he had 12 earned runs, which isn't great. Five home runs off him. Young. He's young. You know what? If we're going to judge someone by five major league games, like there's there's no reason to do that. Maybe he's like a sleeper this year, but I really like him. But like, like uh, I like – I mean, I think they need a George Springer. That's another guy that I think is going to be a standout on this team. I mean, they yeah, need no, the definitely. veteran guy. And George Springer is going to take all these guys to the next level. Like, Bo Bichette exactly. has to be the young core, but George Springer's got to take everyone to the next level. He's going to be the – if they make a run, he has to be the guy. He has to be the guy that's fruitioning. Now, what years of Astros stats do we count? In my well, as a Yankees fan, I the guy I hate the least is George Springer. I agree with that. I was just yeah. going to say that. Carlos Correa and Altuve. I, those guys I don't like. Yeah. yeah, Michael Brantley, nah. How about Michael Brantley was supposed to go to the Blue Jays? He went to the Blue Jays for like three minutes. Remember? Oh, yeah. And then they're like, oh, wait, I'm going back to the Astros. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, imagine him on this. T- wow, that'd be, that'd be ridiculous. I mean, they don't, I don't even know who'd need be him. starting in the outfield. Okay. All right. What years of stats do we like talk about for Springer? 18. 2018 or 19? Nine. 19. Yeah, they were cheating in the 19 playoffs. Right? 20? <laughs> Just look at last year's. 20? How do you do in 60 games? Okay. Oh, I hate doing the 60 game thing. I do too. But... All right. In 51 games, George Springer hit 265. Not bad. You know what? OBP was 359. So he's basically 100 points up OBP. That's what they haven't projected this year. Yep. 899 OPS and a 140 OPS plus with 14 home runs. George Springer is one of the greatest leadoff hitters in the game of baseball. Some may put him as the greatest leadoff hitter in the game of baseball. Obviously, he's going to lose a step, but not very soon. He's only 31 years old, so he's going to be great for the Blue Jays. I'm really excited to watch this guy, and uh, he's going to be fun. And he had, I mean, 14 home runs in 60 games. In 51 games. 51. So, I mean, like, if you just do the math real quick, I mean, that's like 40, him- 42 to 45 home runs, something like that. Math. Math. So, he, I mean, he's not – I don't think he's a 40 home run guy. But he could be. Um, think about the Blue Jays. That kind of turns me off compared to the Raises. Their bullpen. Oh, my God. This is where they fall. This is where this they is fall. This like, is like the Blue Jays were like right here. We're like, oh, rotation. Oh, lineup. And then their bullpen is just like – They did pick up uh, Kirby, though. They got Kirby Yates, but you need a you need like five, four or five guys that can go out there every night. And they don't have that. No. All these guys are projected at at least a four ERA, except Kirby Yates, really high whip, a lot of walks. It's just, I don't know. They got to fi- figure something out. They got to trade for somebody. But they do have this guy named TJ Zoic coming up. I saw him pitch in the minors, and he's a beast, similar to Glass now too. The six eight kind of starting pitcher, and he just throws like a straight wedge. He's he's a monster. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, other than that, I think that's really all we got for the Blue Jays. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Like ninety 
like the same with the Rays, like eighty-five, same, ninety-five, same, same yeah, same about, same about the same uh, standard. I have by say. the by the way, when we get into the Yankees, this is totally non-biased because I think any of the top three teams can win the East, whatever the circumstances may be. Now, uh, yeah, let's just let's get into the Yankees. This one might drag on a little longer because yeah. a lot of a lot of harsh opinions. Listen, we're we're gonna give you some hot takes. There's gonna be some great opinions going on here, so you better you better stick around. All right, so they project the Yankees at 98 wins. This this is gonna be a totally biased opinion. I think a healthy Yankees team can get around 105 wins max. And minimum ninety-five wins. Okay, that's I agree. That's but a healthy, unhealthy team. Yankees. I'm saying ninety. I think the actual Yankees to will, yeah, be between eighty-five to ninety-five wins. You can't just start pulling a hundred-win seasons out of the air and be be satisfied at the end of the season. You got to be like, you know, ninety wins. Be happy with that because that's that's important. You know. Mm-hmm. All right. Yankees, big offseason for him. They bring in DJ LeMahieu. They sign him up. He's ready to go. Bring in Corey Kluber, Jameson Tyone. Domingo Herman is coming back if they let him pitch. I don't think they, <laughs> they are. Will. I think they are. I don't no, know. I think they are. We'll talk about that. Okay. All right. Uh, bullpen, did they bring in anyone? Justin Wilson, Darren O'Day. So they brought in some solid guys. Obviously, they brought in this beast, Derek Dietrich, who's going to hit absolute bombs for them. Love, love the man. Jay Bruce. Yeah, Jay Bruce. Yeah, yeah. Solid bat. All right, let's just get into the projected lineup. DJ LeMahieu, everyone knows what he does. If you're listening to this podcast and you do not know what DJ LeMahieu does, just look it up. I'm telling you, like, you're on the wrong podcast anyway. Just, he's a beast, the machine. All right, Aaron Judge. They project him with the three, uh, excuse me, a 258 batting average. That's ridiculous. The disrespect on this, that's ridiculous. Playing closer to like 275. 275 to 290. People people put the this uh, degrade uh, judge because he strikes out so much, but like in that sense, I mean, he's too. He he knows how to hit Oppo now. He's starting to get you can you can tell he's starting to get some discipline. I'm telling you, a healthy judge is going to be MVP caliber every season because when he's not injured, he's putting up MVP type numbers. Issue mm-hmm. is he's gotten injured. I'm praying he doesn't get injured and we get a fun season like back in 2017. And to think that that was four years ago at this point is just so stressful. But yeah, I want to see a good Aaron Judge season. And I think all of baseball needs it. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that that was four years ago? Pain. A long time ago. Pain, pain. Pain. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't had a full season with him in like a while. Yeah. All right, Aaron Hicks. This is totally biased, but Aaron Hicks, one of the most underrated players in baseball. He's just fun. I like watching him walk. He does the bat flip and stuff. Best. Oh, he is. Yeah, I think he's the best walker in the AL. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, best defense in the league. Or best. Top top three defensive uh, <laughs> defensive no, no top three defensive center fielder in the league, it's Trout Hicks Kiermaier. That was horrible. Please don't ever say that again. What you don't think he's a good defender? He's good. I think he's a top three defender in the league, out of in center field. Okay. Top five. Top. Seven. Top ten. Yeah, top ten. <laughs> top fifteen. <laughs> Just right, keep going. Not, not, not that much disrespect, but yeah, no. Hicks is fun to watch. He's a switch he's hitter, a and he makes this lineup work for the Yankees. Stanton. Oh, do you like Stanton? I, I feel like you this don't. year I do. Okay, but Stan's been he's been trending up on my on my scale of uh, Yankees. I don't like as much. Okay, I'm a huge like fan of Giancarlo because whenever he's in, same with Judge, he's a monster. His past two seasons have been totally destroyed by injuries. And you know what? It is what it is. But Giancarlo, I think he's going to be really healthy this year. And he's going to get after it. Mm-hmm. After his playoff run, what was it? Eight games, seven home runs, something like that. He was ridiculous in the playoffs. He's he's a monster. He's 
getting a lot better at taking pitches. He's seeing the ball out of the pitcher's hands really well. He hit a bomb today in spring training, but that who was cares about that? Luke. So, That's yeah, it. he hits absolute bombs. Yeah. And he's fun, you know. Don't boo Stanton if you're a Yankee fan. You shouldn't be against this guy. He's fun. fun for you know, it's New Yorkers, though, and they see a 30, whatever we pay him, $325 million man, so – yeah, I know. We love that's a DH. Love I'm Joe sorry. Bro. All right, next, next before I get on the. All right, all right. The home run king, King Luke Voigt. In the a sixty beast. game season, the six game season. All right, listen. He had twenty two <laughs> home runs in sixty games. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Do your math. Multiply that over one sixty two. Give me a number. How many games did he play? 80? 60? 80 home runs. Eighty. How many home games runs did he play? Sixty. Uh. See, you didn't give me the whole math problem. I got a math. It's time to math. I want to say he played 50-ish, 52. Math, math. All right. 52 is my guess. 56 games. Wow. He's playing a lot. He's a healthy boy. He's a healthy boy. It's like 55? Yeah, something like that. It's a good season. Good season. Great season. I'm gonna, right. But I, the one thing I want to say about Void is I think he's going to degress a little this year. Yeah, I mean, you can't be – there's no way he hits 60 home runs. No, no, obviously. But, like, I mean, he was just on I think Void's going to be around 35 home runs, 250, 60 average, 350 OBP guy. Yeah. He's fun, he's fun as a Yankee fan to watch because he's actually – he looks like he enjoys playing baseball, unlike some other players. Who we're going to get into now. What the heck? What the heck just happened? Oh, my. Okay. We're going to get into it right now. Listen, you, everyone knows who I'm talking about now. We got, we got a few fans of him still left there. And if you're a fan of uh, Gary Sanchez, it's, it's time to leave. All right. Gary Sanchez is the worst catcher in all of baseball. And, um, yeah, that's all I need to say about it. Hey, but, hey, Judge has got him potential AL MVP. Yeah, you know what? Aaron Judge says, Gary Sanchez, AL MVP. And you know what? No, no, we don't agree with that. Do, do, Do we need to take a deeper dive into the statistics of Gary Sanchez. Yeah, we do. I, I think we should before we call him an MVP caliber. Oh, let's go over the past three seasons to see this true beast. beast. Oh, would you look at that? 283 strikeouts, a 200 batting average. Um, I'm not even going to nitpick stats. We can just feel that he, like, had 100 pass balls and – I was just about to say defense. Yeah. yeah. He's just not a good catcher. When I'm no. thinking a catcher, I'm not think I'm not saying the Yankees, like, should have a JT Real Muto. I'm <laughs> just saying out of the catcher position, I just want defense. If you hit 200, it's fine. But when you have an offense first catcher and he – is hitting 200 over the past three seasons. How is he offense first? No, it's not good. No. And no, another thing is I like Kyle. Gushiara, whatever his know. name is. How do you say totally his name? Botched I botched it. What is it? Yeah, it was Higashioka. Higashioka. He's a bot- beast. You know what? Beast. what he, we're not putting Higashioka at MVP, but you know what? He hits. He's fun. He Makes contact. We love some contact. Which here. we need in this lineup. We need to put the ball in play. Is Trinos a lefty? We have like three guys in this lineup that are contact hitters, uh, Frankie. Wait, Robinson Chirinos, the guy. Oh, no, he bets righty. Okay. Yeah. All right, let's finish this lineup. There's three more guys. All right, Glaber. We love Glaber. Glaber but David. Glaber's a beast. You know, Someone said to me, you know, Glaber's only had one good season. And to that I say, Gary he's had one me. season, 2019. You have your rookie year, then you have your sophomore year, then you have this 60-game season, whatever. Mm-hmm. Glaber's going to have around 30 home runs. And as a second baseman, that is so valuable. Shortstop, shortstop. Oh. <laughs> 
Oh boy, don't even get me started there. Oh my goodness. What? Oh. That hurt. That pains me. Do you watch? Do you like him in the field? No, not at all. We no. we we only have an outfield when it comes to fielding. Well, and Giorgio and DJ. Let's, let's talk about Glaber's defense. Oh, terrible. We don't have to talk about it. It's awful. Awful. But who's going to short? Don't Never say mind. it. I'm not going to say it. DJ? Gio? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. And then what would we do? Put DJ third. Exactly. Favor a second. I, I'm not I man- mean, I'm not. We're not the manager, but that's probably the best way to uh, assemble this team. Andor. <laughs> I'm not an Andor fan. All right. Um, Clint Frazier has been injected as the Yankees started left fielder, which is insane because Clint Frazier came up in 2017. And so it's been four years since he came up. And now finally he's a starter, which makes me really happy. I'm happy for Clint Frazier. And uh, he's fun to watch. He's a good outfielder. Honestly, he's an above average bat. He's an above average fielder. He's nothing crazy, Mm. though. He's a good part of the Yankees lineup. I don't know about above average fielder. Did you see him last year? Or are we not counting his gold glove season last year? He had a gold glove season last year? Yeah, he was like gold. Uh, I was talking. I'm talking about sometimes when he's like stumbling in the outfield. Oh know? yeah. Well, there were some games <laughs> versus the Red Sox in 2009. That was the beginning of him, though. Like that was his yeah. first couple games. So yeah. I'll, I'll I'll give it to I'll 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 leave him alone. But right. anyway, Gio, the best best third baseman defense in the league. Um, I I think. How do you hate this guy? This is like the this is one of my favorite Yankees. Gio Urshela. Urshela, I love Urshela. No, like. Honestly, as a Yankee fan, this is probably the best all-around guy, minus LeMahieu, because Urshela is fun in the field. He mm-hmm. He's just phenomenal. Possible platinum glove, I'd say. Total bias there. Not Definitely yeah, not a but, platinum glove. But, um, yeah, G. Urshela uh, is really fun. Very good at defense. Hitting, great defensively. That's all we need to put it at. He's a mini DJ. Okay, now the Yankees starting rotation. Now, this can go all of two ways, in my opinion. It's either going to be up or it's going to just plummet. (laughs) Okay, Garrett Cole, everyone knows what you're going to get out of Garrett Cole. He'll be good. He's going to be a horse. He's going to get you at least 200 innings. He's going to start every fifth day or whatever because that's how bad or good our rotation is going to be. Maybe he'll be starting a lot less. Then, ugh. Corey Kluber is our number two starter, which is totally wrong when you have Domingo Herman slated in the fifth spot. I'd even put Jameson above him. I would probably put Jameson above him too. Yeah. Kluber, he's hit or miss. If if the Yankees hit with him, they'll be really good. If they miss, it's he's gonna be pitching like nothing. Do you agree? Yeah. I, I agree. I, I... Kluber pitched one, I'm per, either one inning or one game last year. Yeah, I think so it he's was coming off. I know it's a sixty-game season, but I mean, like the man has—he hasn't played baseball in a, like a full year. Yeah, especially in a year like this with COVID and all this stuff. I mean, this is not like—I don't know. I, I don't know. with the money we have, with Bauer being out there. <laughs> did, you, did you just suggest the Yankees should have signed Trevor Bauer? Bauer or who's the other guy who's on the uh, the market? That was solid. What's his name? He was on the market. He was, anyway, we we signed we signed uh, old Kluber. Go ahead next. You suggested the Yankees should. Oh my goodness! I know with Cole, he doesn't like him. I know. No, it's not even that. You want to deal with Trevor Bauer as a Yankee fan? Yeah, he's, he's gonna be like, "Hey, to I'm gonna fly my drone. Subscribe to my he's YouTube exciting, channel." He's exciting, though. He's exciting to watch. Yeah, as a pitcher, he's gonna be like, "Hey, look at my uh, pitching stick." My God, who's the other guy that was in the? I don't know. Anyway, Kluber, I like to pick up, but like, it's, it's very it's good. 
it can go really good or really bad, or it could just be mediocre. He's not the two starter. I think the two starters, either Jameson or Domingo Herman. Now Domingo Herman, they're putting him at 98 innings this year. And I don't think that's correct. I think Domingo Herman was an absolute monster in 2019 we're going to go through his stats right uh, now. His ERA wasn't as good as you think. Yeah, but whenever he was on the mound. We won for some reason, I know. No, but it's not even – it's just that he's – he gets – he got the innings. Ooh, his ERA was bad. I told you, a seven or something, right? I mean, his – seven? No. Six? No, four. Not bad, but it wasn't not as bad. good as you would think it was for winning 18 games. I knew it was seven at one point. Like, it was bad. But but it was weird because he ha- his wins are insane. What were the wins that year? He had 18 wins. Yeah, they were t- 18 and what? 18 and four. He was the best That's Yankees ridiculous. pitcher. Yeah, With no, a four was, ERA? That's ridiculous. He was a beast. But, like, even, then, like Garrett, Cole, Garrett Cole might have a four, four ERA this year, and he will not be 18 and four. No. Domingo's like, just – he just had know. a great season. He did have a good season. He had 33. I mean, he had 30 home runs hit off him that year. (sighs) Yeah. I don't know. Not a lot. 30 home runs is a lot for how many innings? Yeah. I'd put Herman like more towards four after looking at those stats. Man, I was really leaning towards Herman. And then I I told you he didn't have a great season. I remember. I I hope when he comes back is nice. Severino. Yes. Let's talk about Luis. Now, Luis is coming off of a nice Tommy John surgery after another nice year off because of something else that they wanted to avoid. Tommy John surgery. I'm just thinking back of the 2018 Luis Severino in the playoffs against the A's. Just getting fired up, man. I if we ever see that form of Severino again, I would be so happy. He's right behind Cole if we see that form. Honestly, I hope we do, but I don't. I don't know. He's not going to come back. Like we said about Chris Sale, we can't be biased. Yeah, no, he's not going to probably not going to come back like the man he w- once was. Yeah. But maybe the next year, maybe like twenty twenty two. I agree. Maybe that's his year. Now, um, we're going to get a nice speech from Brian Cashman in July that says, instead of trading for any starting pitchers, we will be receiving acquisitions from our rehab of Luis Severino. We always, we always get that speech every year. Every year. Good speech. Very All right. Speech. Um, Jameson. Well, it was a lo- Jameson. I love the pickup. That was, love my, it? was my favorite pickup. Yes. Okay. Talk about it. Talk about it. Came from the Pirates organization. Very, very bad organization at the moment. Horrible. Cole Cole was there once. Cole was mediocre at best when he was on the Pirates. He was good. He He wasn't great. He was pitching to contact. The the, the coaches always told him to pitch to contact because you're on such a crappy team. You're not supposed to like – I mean, like, it's not a great team. And goes to the Astros, beast. Beast. Goes to the Yankees, pretty good. Beast. Beast. 60-game no season. Doesn't matter. Okay. I think the same thing is going to happen to this kid. Maybe not at the scale of Cole. Maybe not at that scale. But he's he's going to be good. I think he's going to be our second. I think it's going to go Cole him eventually. Right. Like in, after a few, a few starts. All right. He's going to become the two. He's better than you know Cole. what? Uh, I'll, I'll accept that. Let's like let's it. see it. I, like I want to see it. I like it. He's From a, an outsider's perspective, too. though, um, the Yankees' rotation can only be good if Davey Garcia gets going. Davey's got to get going. For you think the- starting pitcher? Or do we move him to relief? Because no, I like that too. No, he's he, got to start. Okay, okay. We need a young starter. I think one of these starters though has to become a relief guy. Because okay. our bullpen's a little shaky. Maybe, like, I know you're big on Herman, but maybe we throw him in the relief. All right, listen. listen. What if we put Sevy? Sevy, when he comes back, instead of starting games for four innings, just throw him in the bullpen mid-relief. 
I like it. Like Kluber struggling after four, mm-hmm. throwing throwing Sev for three innings, four innings, for three whatever. innings, and then we bring in Chapman to throw a slider, home run. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of the bullpen. Oh boy! Actually, we have, you want to give our standouts now, or go to the bullpen? Let's just talk about the bullpen. We've we've gone way too into this to not talk about the bullpen. We haven't given our standouts. After we'll give our standouts after. Bullpen, by the way, rest in peace, Tanaka. Next. Oh yeah, tank, tank. Beautiful, uh, very good pitcher in the playoffs. Give a service to the Yankees. We love him. We love him. Where was Brett Gardner? By the way, he's a bench. He's a bench. He's on the bench because Clint's our starter now. See, with this bullpen, I think we got worse. I agree because um, Zach Britton's already hurt. Bone chip right here. Bone left. Probably on the left because he's a lefty. The bone is chipped. The bone is chipped. Now, Chad Green. Very hit or miss. Very. I agree, but when Chad Just, is good, he'll give you like eight good. sessions of like beast mode, and then I'll give you one like brutal sleeper. Sleeper in the bullpen, I love him, Loisica. Yes, love it. Loisica gives you a good three innings wipe out. He, he's slider. what we think. He's what we think Severino could be this year. Disagree. No. Disagree because Loisaga isn't a power pitcher. He's a finesse guy. He's a finesse guy. Okay, okay. But yeah, but he no. can come the in those th- innings. The innings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes, I yes. agree with that. Yes. Okay. Wilson, um, I like the pickup. I don't love it, but I like it. We needed another lefty in there. We, we needed. No- yeah, we needed another guy. And since Britain's out, it makes the pickup look a lot better. A lot better. Yeah. Darren O'Day basically just replaced Adam Adovino for cheaper. For like a weird kind of thrower. Yeah. Yeah. Weird dude. Now let's go to the uh, leader of this bullpen. What do you think about him? The Cuban missile. Cuban missile. Yeah. What do you think about him? All right. Well, you know, I've always been a big fan of Veraldus Chapman. And I know what everyone (laughs) says. But when it comes playoff time, a nice little, excuse me, let me bring my microphone closer so everyone can hear my. Words, thoughts, thoughts <laughs> in my lisp or whatever's coming out from my mouth. So let me tell you, Aroldis Chapman, once we get to a fun game five, game six, seven, hey, maybe even a game seven, he's not a big fan of those numbers. And Aroldis, you know, sometimes he throws a slider right down the middle and a short little dude who I could probably beat up. Named Jose Altuve. Here's a trash can. Here's a little bang or a light goes on in his head or a little buzzer. And he just hits it like 500 feet. Oh, and then, oh, wait, 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 wait. The same thing happens again the next year against this guy named Mike Brasso. Brasso? Who? Uh, he, might, he might not even be on the Rays anymore. <laughs> big Frenchman, Brasso. We... Um, so yeah, now this Brasso dude took him like 400 feet. Ugh, I, it's just pain. pain. I love Heraldus, but absolute pain. He's just, see, I want to see him succeed just because we, I mean, it's tough Yankees and closers. I mean, we've had, good, we've had the greatest closers, closers of all F- time. We've had the greatest closer of all time. It's unarguable. I know I'm a Yankees fan. It's unarguable. Mo- Man- Mariano Rivera is the best closer. It's a I mean, Goose Gossage. Goose Gossage. Beast. I mean, Beast in the bullpen. All right. Anyway. Yeah. No. Chapman's- I want to see him succeed. I hope he, I, I hope it's not him. If, if we blow something in the playoffs again, because yeah. I, I would really consider getting rid of him next year. And it's I not even that, though. Like, he's he, in the regular season and in basically every single game, the guy's lights out. So I know, I know. He is solid. He is solid. Okay. Anyway, another thing before we go to wherever we're going. I forgot my thought. Next. Go ahead. All right. Well, that's always important. Um, the Yankees also got Asher Wojciechowski. Wojciechowski. The only reason I bring that up is because his name's really fun. I just like to say that. 
Uh, what do you think about our uh, prospects like Clark Schmidt and uh, Dominguez? Dominguez is like my age. He's I like know. 17. I know he's 18. not going to come up at anytime soon. Everyone's like, everyone's like Jason Dominguez, Mike Trout, Ken Griffey Jr., Babe Ruth. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you need like, to stop. It needs to stop. That needs to stop. I can't. I can't deal. I'm biased, and that, that needs to stop. Can't deal with that. Clark Schmidt. I think he should go to the bullpen. Right to the bullpen. Yeah, I agree. I think Clark. Now our prospects are kind of. Eh. I don't know. Oh, man. We supposedly have the one that's going to become Mike Trout. <laughs> yeah. Once you put right, Mike so... Trout and someone in the same conversation, like they're just destined for failure. Failure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so to wrap this up, right? Standouts. Standouts. You know, this I mean, really Gary's going to be MVP. Pod- this turned into a Yankees podcast without us even trying. It, no, 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 it's fine. No, we got to do every baseball team. I mean, you can shorten this up if you want. I don't, I don't care. Yeah, I may have to cut out my uh, yelling parts. No, so it's like, great. That's funny. It's funny. All right. Um. Okay. 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 Standouts. 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 You or me? You hit me, Frank. All right. Glaber David. Glaber. Glaber Torres. I think he's going to be our standout. Tell me. Tell me. I think his fielding is going to improve immensely. I don't think he's good enough for short yet. Maybe you throw him at third at the beginning of the season. They're going to start him. him they're they're, they're going to start, start him, at him at short. I understand. D- did you read the thing about how like he didn't go to vacation because he wanted to grind? To, yes, he told his wife. He was like depressed. He was depressed for two weeks. That's what he loved to say. Yeah, beast. One thing about Glaber that he needs to figure out: discipline. He's worse than Gary Sanchez almost with discipline at the plate. Yeah, like he's very bad with it. There's there's about five Yankees on this lineup that have no discipline. Yes, but like Judge has figured out discipline. Stanton's getting there. Stanton's there. He's there now. Okay, telling you, take him off the list. Torres, he needs to learn. But if he can, he's dominant. He's, I, he's Tatis, bro. Like he he could be a Tatis. You're calling Glaber a Tatis? Now, if he can no. get his fielding up, Tatis steals bases, man. Tatis has Tatis is a five tool. Torres is like a four tool. Yeah, Torres is a four tool at okay, most. Okay, okay. okay. For, I love Frazier. But... No. Frazier, great discipline. He's got good discipline. Sometimes he's a little shaky, but he's got pretty good discipline. Urshela, second best discipline on the team. Gary, we're not even going to talk about. Anyway, Torres is my standout. All right. So my standout coming in at six foot six, your designated it. hitter for the New York Yankees, <laughs> John Carlos Stanton. I love it. I love it. my second, probably. I mean, the only way this Yankees team is going to work is if Stanton works. Mm-hmm. I think my biggest issue, like the Yankees pitching, it's like, it's solid. It's nothing special. It's not a top five. It's not a, it's a top 10, but it's not, it's nothing that's going to win you games. The only way you're going to win games is if you put up runs. And the only way you put up runs in this league nowadays is Homer. Hitting dingers and doubles. And Stanton, he's a beast. His last full season, 2018, everyone was booing Stanton because he was so horrible. He still had 38 home runs and 100 RBIs. I know. You just shrug your shoulders It's New York. It's New York. It's New York. It's New York. If he was in Boston, it's the same thing. If he was in a big city, if he's in Philly, he's getting booed. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Another guy I like, I know, I know, I know. It's the Yankees. This is going to be the longest podcast probably because it's the Yankees. Yeah. I love Frazier this year. That's all I'm going to say. Clint. I love Clint this year. Clint. Be- be- very fast swing speed. A kind of contact guy, but he can pop him out when he wants to. He's good. All, all right. right. So I guess this wraps it up. The Yankees, I'm going to say, they're going to have a good season, but just – as quick as they can have a good season, the Blue Jays and the Rays could also have the potential to sweep in and win the East. 
right now the Yankees are by far the favorites, but there are three teams at the top of this division that are going to be really, really, really good. And mm-hmm. they have a lot of all-star MVP caliber players this year. And I'm really excited to see what this division will do. Mm-hmm. Great pitching. Okay. Um, leave it off with any final remarks. Uh, got the Yankees winning this division, hopefully. Okay. It's very biased, but uh, then I got the Blue Jays coming in second. That's that's my final remarks. Okay. My and final remarks falls. is Nate Pearson for Rookie of the Year. Oh, okay. We're going there. Okay. That is what we're going for. I'm gonna second guess. I'm gonna second. I'm gonna second that. Okay. Nate Pearson for Rookie of the Year. Yankees win the East. This has been Everything Baseball Podcast. This is the first episode. If you got to the end, please make sure to drop a like, drop a comment, and uh, subscribe to us. I don't even know how this is going to get up somewhere, but we're going to get it on Spotify, YouTube, wherever. And uh, yeah, thanks for listening.